It's unt- it's probably going to be called the original doll. So. Hi, my name is Timo, aka Tim O Spears, and Lipe, aka Lipe Servat, and you're listening to Original Doll, the podcast. Hey! Hi! Hello! Pop emergency episode. What did you say, babe? Pop emergency episode. I, um, yeah, I didn't hear what you said. I apologize. But, <laughs> okay. but today is a monumental day, a thousand percent. So we are live from you. This is going to be a very, very raw episode. All of our episodes yes. seem to be raw nowadays. But you know, <laughs> we we try to you know keep it real with you guys and keep it up front because, up front because Brittany did you know did exactly that. She kept it real. She didn't hesitate. She didn't you know stutter too much she was very direct and yes. we're going to be trying to do the same today so today is wednesday june 23rd aka the day britney speaks directly to the judge in the year yes. 2021 and that the media had full access into um we have yes. two two prominent people in the line but before we introduce them we have felipe obviously my co-host hi baby yes and- hello Hi, how's it going? <laughs> and then we have Ryan, uh, the Sagittarius. Um, you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram. And she also has her own podcast, a friend to the podcast, obviously. And then we have Claire, F-U-C-K, um, who I co-hosted a rally with in Tampa. Um, so thank you for yes. joining, you guys. This is a very impromptu Hi, ladies. episode. Hi, <laughs> thank you for having us. We're thank a part you. of the history, you guys. So Felipe and I kind of agreed that instead of... We tried to do, Ryan and I tried to do a few lives today, and, you know, we kind of end up being speechless. Felipe and I kind of agreed mm-hmm. that we would, we have the transcript, might as well go through exactly what was um, said in the court hearing today when Brittany does speak. So we wanted to kind of go um, paragraph by paragraph, line by line, to reflect, so that way you understand the fan perspective, you know, all four of us have been Britney stands for many years mm-hmm. but then we turned our standum into um you know activism little by little within uh the free Britney movement and overall uh to end to help be people be aware about conservatorship abuse that happens in the u.s um uh governmental system and before yes and before we go ahead and talk can we just you know give a round of applause because Everybody call us crazy. Everybody thought <laughs> this is a conspiracy theory, and we did it. Like this is now we know from the you know from their own source that that's actually what's happening. So free Britney. Hashtag yes, hashtag free Britney. Britney. Today's a monumental day, and it feels like we definitely got a pat in the back. So speaking of, so we're gonna go through the transcript. Is there anything else you want to say, you guys, before we jump into this discussion and read the transcript? Alrighty. No, this has just been such an emotional day. That's it. <laughs> oh. Emotions. It's definitely it been an emotional day, I think, for all of us. Ryan is up at what time is it, Ryan? Where are you are? Um it's She's in Kosovo. Three twelve. <laughs> in wow. the morning, you guys, not PM. <laughs> She's a trooper. <laughs> She's our trooper. Alright, so I'm gonna start off the transcript. Um and this is in Brittany's voice. All right. Um and this is not in third party, it's all written in I. And it says, I just got a, f- a new I just got a new phone and I have a lot to say, so bear with me. Basically, a lot has happened since two years ago. I wrote this all down. The last time I was in court, I will be honest with you, I haven't been back to court in a long time because I don't think I've been heard on any level when it came to the court last time. I brought four sheets of papers in my hands and wrote it in length what I had been through the last four months because before I came there. 
The people who did that to me should be, should, okay, I apologize. The people who did that to me should not be able to walk away so easily. I'll recap. I was on tour in 2018. I was forced to do. My management said, if I do this tour, if I don't do this tour, I will have to. And then she's interrupted by the judge. Does anyone want to state what the judge states? Moving forward. So let's pass this over to Felipe. She said, um, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is asking you to speak a little more slowly. And then she starts back to the statement that she was doing. Um, of, oh, of course, yes. Okay. Oh. oh, of course. The people who did this to me should not be able to walk away so easily. To recap, I was on tour in 2018. I was forced to do. My management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to find it an attorney. My own management could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. He handed me a sheet of papers and I got off the stage in Vegas and I said I had to sign it. It was very threatening and scary. And with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and I did the tour. So to interrupt, obviously all four of us know as fans that she did go on a piece of me uh, tour after it ended in uh, December 21st, 2017. Um, She toured around the U.S. Correct me if I'm wrong, Felipe. Yeah, 18 was the uh, U.S. and European and then 17 was the Asian. So and this is in 2018, this was the one they're like, okay, even though she's ended, she it continued on, and then we got to see her at her last show in Austin, so did Claire. Um, do you want to yes. read the next paragraph, Claire? I mean, can I just say a little something before that? I just feel like now, I was talking to a friend of mine, I did a meeting greet with her back in the European flag. I feel terrible now that I actually did it. And, and in Europe, um, especially the Blackpool that everybody already know that she turned herself to the wall and, you know, she cried on stage. And now we all know why. Uh, I'm just, mm-hmm. I just want to say that I feel like terrible now <laughs> that I did it. I agree. I feel bad for everything that I've attended at this point because I feel like I've been complicit in things. But I think that we've kind of discussed that and how could we have possibly known. But now she has said what she said and... We just have to have to deal with it. Yeah. So I'm going to pick up. If, is that what yep. I'm, I'm going to pick up here from her letter <coughs> or from her transcript? Yeah. So she says, when I came off that tour, a new show in Las Vegas was supposed to take place. I started rehearsing early, but it was hard to because I'd been doing Vegas for four years and I needed a break in between. But no, I was told that this is the timeline and this is how it's going to go. I rehearsed four days a week. Half of the time in the studio and half of the other show in the Westlake studio. I I was basically directing most of the show. I actually did most of the choreography, meaning I taught my dancers my new choreography myself. I take everything I do very seriously. There's tons of video of me at rehearsals. I wasn't good. I was great. I love that. I led a room of 16 new dancers in in So pause there. We all know how phenomenal those videos were on Instagram of her rehearsing the scream and shout, the remix, do you want to come mm-hmm. over, slave. slave. Mm-hmm. And she was We were living fire. for it. Like, original, <coughs> I definitely I, looked rehearsed, choreographed by Britney. Uh-huh. I think we discussed that, you even said, oh, I think that actually was choreographed by her. And I was so excited, I had the f- tickets for the first four shows. <laughs> You did. I did. I could let um, Ryan read the next paragraph. 
It's funny to hear my manager's side of the story. They all said I wasn't participating in rehearsals and that I never agreed to take my medication. My medication is only taken in the mornings, never at rehearsal. They don't even see me. So why are they even claiming that? When I said no to one dance move in rehearsals, it was if I planted a huge bomb somewhere. And I, and I said, no, I don't want to do it this way. After that, my management, my dancers, and my assistant of the new people that were supposed to do the show all went into a room, shut the door, and didn't come out for at least 45 minutes. Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, I'm not here to be anybody's slave. Sorry. I, can, <laughs> I can say no to a dance move. I was told... I was told by my, at the time, therapist, Dr. Benson, who died in 2019, that my manager called him and, that, and then that moment and told him I wasn't cooperating or following guidelines in rehearsals. And he also said I wasn't taking my medication, which is so dumb because I've had the same lady every morning for the last eight years give me my same medication. The, mm -hmm. Here's the difference yeah. with this. This yeah. is not a news article where we have to read between the lines. This is Britney fucking Spears. You know? Like, she's Directly saying it saying. right there. That's what happened. So, like, um, I, mm -hmm. I guess what is something that's interesting is that the Britney's Graham voicemail said that she quit taking her medication. And here's Britney here saying, mm -hmm. I never quit taking my medication. I was taking my medication mm. the whole time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of an inconsistency. Mm -hmm. Maybe there was like miscommunication with that, or maybe that was what was being said, you know, because it seems that that's what's very much was being told to Dr. Benson and whatnot, that she's not taking this medication. She's not being cooperative. And she's mm -hmm. just like, it literally, none of this was about any of this. Mm -hmm. It's because I didn't agree to a dance move. Hmm. Yeah, but mo but moving forward to that and the and then and the, like right there, she says that they thought that she was taking the medication during the rehearsal. When she says no, I actually taken the medication early in the morning. So how they would know if I'm being missing or not? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So Interesting. there was a week period where they were nice to me, and I told them I don't want to do it that way. They said if I don't want to do the new Vegas show, I don't have to because I was getting really nervous it was like literally lifting 200 pounds off of me when they said i don't have to do this show anymore because <clears throat> it was really hard on myself it was really hard on myself and it was too much i couldn't take it anymore so i remember telling a pause real quick is um on social media yes. Brittany really stated that she was really excited about this show and you know, and that that post on the Christmas tree and that dress, um, mm -hmm. she looked fire. She looked motivated. She looked she, so she looked like she yeah. was like really inspired and excited about the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering mm -hmm. if there must have been, obviously something behind the scenes. Obviously, that made um, you know like this is too much pressure. She stated that she didn't take she didn't take a break. There was this is the schedule. Can Sorry, you have to work four days a week. This is that. Can remind Can reminds me of that names? clip of um. Robin, you know, stating like, like, no, she will rehearse. Like, oh, it's it's her birthday. She's like, oh yeah, well, she will rehearse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you remember? She loves to work on her birthday. That's yeah. what they said. She loves to work on her birthday. So I was just saying, can I drop some names? I mean, I, at this point, I don't mind. Um, when I was in the last show in Blackpool, I was with King Alex. Everybody knows him for the Femme Fatale tour. He was the guy that was invited, you know, by he Britney. He got to meet Britney Spears so many times. Yeah. 
So, yes, and then we met together, like, we went to the meet and greet together, and then he stayed with Brittany almost two minutes, and you you guys that have been doing meet and greets, you know that two minutes, it's, like, unrealistic, but he did, and I remember when he left, he said that Brittany told him that this tour has been really hard on her, and she was really tired, so I totally, I mean, now, like, just connecting back in the day, and now, it's totally true. I wish, I wish that those statements would have been, you know, pushed more towards us. I wonder if, um, you know, because, like, I I thought she was genuinely excited to do Domination just because the videos were so um, on fire and just, like, and very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if if this is part of what she references later on in the transcript um, of this kind of fake it till you make it attitude. Like, she just... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she was trying to prove a point. For me, I just think that she's a consummate mm-hmm. professional. And that that's just how she operates. And dancing is something that is a passion for her. And if she's going to choreograph, she's going to do it. And she's going to do it well. And if it's going to be her show, she's going to do it. She's going to do it well. I think it just comes back to the main point is that if it were up to her, she wouldn't be doing it at all. But if you're going to put me in this shitty position then and you're going to make, the best make me it. do this... And then it's yeah. it's gonna look great. I'm gonna yeah. make it work. It kind of was you know? surprising, wasn't it? At how fast I thought she would take a year at least, you know, or something. Oh, me I mean, too. it was always yes. ru- ru- yeah. I mean rumored, and you know, we always knew that it was gonna come. Like it was rumored for like a year that a new Vegas residency was in the works. Mm-hmm. Totally, but, but she was on tour that whole but it, in the meanwhile. You know, like I mean, a full mm-hmm. proper year and off, Ryan. like yeah. Can, yes. can, and Ryan, back. Do you remember? Go ahead. Sorry, well, uh, can Felipe or Claire you remember, remember that? When she was younger. I apologize. Uh, when she was can Claire or uh, <laughs> Felipe um, remind me that wasn't the Vegas residency, the brand new one, Domination, announced right before the Austin show? Yes, it was right after. Yes. It was like literally. The show, right the final piece of the show like was yeah, after the Domination. Yeah, so. We. We yes. knew at that show that they were waiting for the announcement. We knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. I actually knew that Domination was going to happen, but I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. On New Year's Eve of 2017. I was at the last Vegas show, and everyone knew. All the dancers knew. Everybody mm-hmm. knew. And they were like, see you next year. You know, everybody knew what was going on. But do you guys remember when she was younger... In probably the Britney era, she spoke in the middle of the Britney era about saying about, like, time off. And she was like, you know, after this and after this Mm -hmm. tour, I'm going to take some time for myself, probably like a year. Uh Like, just give myself a break. I've been nonstop, yada, yada, yada. And then they rolled her straight into In the Zone. And then from there... That's after there, that is, and you know what defense, I mean? Like her, in the zone at was that time, there was a light break. Cause I remember being young and there was a lot of a light break during that time. I think she but, took like six months off, yeah, but it was such like a, it's, it's funny yeah. that, that that was like such a big deal at that time. Cause mm-hmm. that's six months, you know, but now that's like normal to be a part of the normal pop group that people take breaks all the time. Now they take four years, five years. Look at Rihanna. Yeah. So that's that's off topic, but yeah, she definitely. Sorry. No, you're you're right. But well, this is 
it's in the same it's in the same fashion she mentally was prepared to take mm -hmm. a break like she knew that this is something that she mentally was like this is what i'm asking for this yeah. is what i need this is what my body needs this is what my mind needs and her wishes even before she was in a conservatorship were yeah. not met mm -hmm. they somehow yeah. still managed to steamroll her into whatever yeah. so you know they they understand that she's apparently a racehorse <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to move on to the next paragraph, if that's okay. Um, okay. So I remember telling my assistant, I feel weird if I say no. I feel like they're going to come back and be mean to me or punish me or something. Three days later, after I said no to Vegas, my therapist sat me down in a room and said he had a million phone calls about how I was not cooperating in rehearsals and I hadn't been taking my medication. All of this was false. He immediately the next day put me in, in lithium out of nowhere. He took me out of my normal meds I've been on for five years. The lithium is a very, very strong and completely different medication compared to what I was used to. You can mentally impair, you could go mentally impaired if you take too much. If you stay on it longer than five months, it, oh, you could go mentally impaired if you take too much if you go on it longer than five months. But he put me on that and I felt drunk. I couldn't even have a conversation with my mom or dad really about anything. I was told, I told him I was scared and my doctor had me and six different nurses with this new medication come to my home, stay with me to monitor me on this new medication, which I never wanted to be on to begin with. There were six different nurses in my home and they wouldn't let me get in my car to go anywhere for a month. That's crazy. I'm gonna pass it over to Felipe. All right, so not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad also my dad was out for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad. And my dad acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested over the Christmas holidays before they sent me away when my kids went to home to Louisiana. He was the one who approved all of it. My whole family did nothing. Over the two-week holiday, a lady came into my home for four hours a day, sat me down, and did a psych test on me. It took forever, but I was, I was told I had to. Then after I got a phone call from my dad, basically saying I would fail the test or whatever, whatever. I'm sorry, Brittany. You had to listen to your doctors. They're planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we are going to make up for you. You're going to pay $60,000 a month, $60, a month for this. I cried on the phone for an hour, and he loved every minute of it. <laughs> Should I keep going? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just yes. was okay. a little taken back by that. Yeah. The control, the control he had over someone as powerful as me, he loved the control to hurt, to hurt his own daughter, 100,000%. He loved it. I packed my bags, and I went to that place. I worked seven days a week. No days off, which in California, the only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking. Making anyone work against their will, taking all their possessions away, credit card, cash, phone, passport, and placing them in a home where they work with the people who live with them. They all lived in the house with me, the nurses, the 24-7 security. There was, no, there, was one chef, there was one chef that came there and cooked for me daily during the weekdays. They watched me change every day, naked, morning, noon, and night. I had no privacy. I got eight gallons of blood every week. I mean, as a doctor's standpoint, that's insane. 
I think back to um, the Instagram videos of her, you know, working on the gym and that it was potentially in a facility. And um, we we were all kind of um, didn't know about it till later or whatever the case is. Or once mm-hmm. we found out that she was in a facility potentially out of her will, they still posted videos mm-hmm. of her working out in um, the gym. The fans were able to speculate yeah. and like, hey, this is the same gym as this facility that has one star on Google. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, Is that insane, and that was like sixty thousand dollars a month. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess okay. Claire, do you want to read gonna, the next sentence? Okay. I mean, the next paragraph. Yeah. If I didn't do any of my meetings and work from 8 to 6 at night, which is 10 hours a day, 7 days a week, no days off, I wouldn't be able to see my kids or my boyfriend. I never had any. I never had a say in my schedule. They always told me I had to do this. And ma'am, I will tell you, sitting in a chair 10 hours a day, 7 days a week, it ain't fun. And especially when you can't walk out the front door. And that's why I'm telling you this again two years later after I've lied and told the whole world, I'm okay and I'm happy. It's a lie. I thought that just maybe if I said it enough, because I'd been in denial, I'd be, I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth, okay? I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. I'm depressed. I cry every day. Oh, wow. Do we need to talk about this? <laughs> it's really a lot. deep, lo- man. Yeah, it's a lot to digest, right, guys? It's, it's gut-wrenching mm-hmm. for sure. Um, because again like a lot of this what she's stating we necessarily knew certain things and implied certain Mm -hmm. things certain things have been rumored so we're aware of that but to hear directly from you know these quotes from her directly from the source's mouth um it's it's heartbreaking to know that you know this prop princess of you know america's sweetheart who has been silenced has to potentially go on social media and state that she's a fine or faking to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's hard to hear because it's giving um, you know mix mix emotions to the people who are you know and it's it's hard for the free Britney movement when we're saying not everything's okay, you guys, and then people are telling her, oh, she just said she's fine on Instagram, like why don't you guys back off or whatever the case is. So it's good to know yeah. that um, <clears throat> we could be in reassurance, like we weren't going against Britney's wishes per se. You know what I wonder? I wonder, like, especially the video she posted two days ago saying that, am I ever going to be back on stage? You know, I'm fine or whatever. Um, like, what did they tell them? Like, to her specifically, like, to say, oh, can you just do this video? Otherwise, we're not going to get Starbucks tomorrow. Like, I wonder what did they try her? I feel like it's a little bit more deeper videos. than that. But. Mm. I know. Of course it is. But. I don't Ryan, you're know. so quiet. I don't even know how to how to how to unravel something like that. Like, what's the motivation? Like, hey, we if we you know why? Because it's all that smoke and mirrors crap. You know, mm-hmm. hey, if we put this out into the world and blah blah blah, and we hope to God that people don't they they see and they hear this, but they won't hear. They did not plan on the world having an amp at Stanley Mosque today. Yeah, they did not plan on this transcript coming out in this kind of a light. They had no idea what she was going to be able to say. Mm-hmm. I guess that's she the one pro of Judge Penny. She this, did allow the media you know, to hear this. That's the one pro. Absolutely. Because, I mean, Vivian Thurine, that was good. You know, James' lawyer mm-hmm. did state. <gasps> and the and the Geralds were there. Oh no! Like there was a lot. There was a and there when you hear the the call out of the representation, 
there's so much there's so many privately paid lawyers yeah. that are involved in this a it's lot of people were on this line disgusting. a thousand percent a lot of people were on this line and the reason i'm telling you this is because i don't think how the state of california can have all this written in the court documents from the time i showed up and do absolutely nothing they just hire with my money another person and keep my dad on board Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing me, ma'am, they should be in jail. Their cruel tactics working for Miley Cyrus as she smokes on stage, as she smokes joints on stage at the VMAs, nothing is ever done to this generation for doing wrong things. But my precious body, who has worked for my dad for the past fucking 13 years, tried to be so good and pretty, so perfect, when he works me so hard, when I do everything I'm told in the state of California, allowed my father, ignorant father, to take his own daughter, who only has a role with me if I work with him, they've set back the whole course and allowed him to do that to me. That's given these people I've worked with for way too much control. They also threatened me and said, if I don't go, then I have to go to court and it will be more embarrassing to me. So it's again, it's that gaslighting, it's that light, light, relatively brainwashing. I think it's, it's pretty poignant. It's poignant that she says, the only reason my father has any relationship with me is because it's in a work relationship and it's because it's forced. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I think that she's pretty much outlining, I would have zero relationship with this man if it were not court-ordered for him to work with me. Mm-hmm. Well, we already kind of knew that, um, like, before the conservatorship, too. Like, the reason, potentially, why she's even in conservatorship to begin with is because she she cut off uh, certain family members. So. Well, we know um, that, but everyone's like, oh, her dad, her dad. And then her, you know, we get all of this Vivian Thoreen gaslighting. Her daddy loves her, you know. <laughs> so media, we get all the, the her daddy loves her and her daddy's in control of things because he cares about her. But here, she's she is literally putting it in black and white here. Like, there's zero questions that I have zero relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. It's forced. Um, I it's guess really I'll go clear ahead and that read the next paragraph. It's really yeah. clear that Brittany knows her worth. In that last statement, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. I'm really, really happy to see too. that um, they haven't taken that from her. Like she still fully is aware that she's powerful, that you know she's precious, and that like she doesn't deserve any of this. Um, that was like a big personal fear I had of like how much did they get in her head, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know she's saying yeah. I'm traumatized, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's this to me tells it's very clear like she knows who she is and like that's like yeah Mm -hmm. such a relief (laughs) yeah that is it trust me you're a thousand percent correct about that i think that's all all of our fears they're like Mm -hmm. what if she was you know brainwashed you know instead of believing that this is best for her worried about her esteem and and then she's like no bitch Mm -hmm. like they gaslighted me whatever the case is but this is it and another thing for those that didn't listen to the audio um you know, just hearing her true voice, her own voice, you know, like she wasn't faking or being like pitch, you know, voice or whatever. And being so sane and clear, you know, talking all of that, even though she wrote down, I mean, this just sounds like, you know, she's okay. You know, like people cannot, you know, now saying that, oh yeah, maybe she's not okay. Cause she is. She sounded a thousand percent more stable than me. 
Like, it's just <laughs> confident, and I'm just, I'm very proud of her. I think all, all of us can agree that yes. we're all very proud to be um, of her today. Very proud. So, I'm going to read the sure. next uh, paragraph. I was advised for my image, I need to go to rehab and just go and get <clears throat> it over with. They said that to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't even drink alcohol. I should drink alcohol, <laughs> considering that they put me, <laughs> they put my heart through. <laughs> You're right. I definitely do read with um, <laughs> some type of accent, whatever it is, schoolboy accent. All right, I'm gonna reread this one more time paragraph, and then I'll let you guys, you know, pass it over. I was advised from my image. I need to go to rehab and just get it over with. They said to me, I don't even drink alcohol. I should drink alcohol, considering what they put my heart through. Also, the Bridges facility they sent me to, none of the kids I, I was doing the program with for four months, none of the kids did the program. There, did the program. They, they never showed up for any of them. You didn't have to do anything if you didn't want to. How come they always made me go? How come I was always threatened by my dad and anybody that participation partic- participated in this conservatorship? If I don't do this, what they tell me to enslave me to do, they're going to punish me. If I don't do this, what they're going to tell me to enslave me to do, they're going to punish me. Mm-hmm. So basically, so she was alone in this program. She's confirming yeah. that in this, this program that was potentially with other people and peers that she was um, alone doing this program. Yeah, so like, That's and crazy. so it's very clear that you can't blame the program because other people weren't following the program. This, how she was treated is very much mm-hmm. a result of her mm-hmm. conservatorship. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Philippa, do you want to so read next? Moving, moving forward, the last time I spoke to you by just keeping the conservatorship going and also keeping my dad in the loop made me feel like I was dead. I, like, I didn't matter. Like nothing had been done to me. Like, like you thought I was lying or something. I'm telling you again because I'm not, I'm not lying. I want to feel heard, and I'm telling you this again, so maybe you can understand the depth and the degree and the damage that they did to me back then. Um, I want changes going forward. I deserve change. I was told I have to sit down and be evaluated again if I want to end the conservatorship. If I want to end the conservatorship, man, I didn't know I could. The conser- I, man, I didn't know I could end the conservatorship. I'm sorry for my ignorance, but honestly, didn't know that. But honestly. But I don't think I own anyone to be evaluated. I have done more than enough. I don't feel like I should have been being in a room with anyone to offend me by trying to question my capacity of intelligence, whether I need to be in this stupid conservatorship or not. I have done more than enough. Um, I don't want these people anything, especially, especially me, the one that has roofed and fed tons of people on tour on the road. It's embarrassing and demoralizing. De- them demoralizing <laughs> that's the main reason i have never demoralizing that never that's the main reason i never said openly and mainly i didn't want to say it openly because i honestly don't think anyone would believe me to be really honest with you the parasitic story on what they did to her on that school i didn't believe in any of either i'm sorry i'm an outsider hmm. sorry this is my first time actually going through the transcript so and i didn't hear the audio so i appreciate you rereading it yeah oh i'm like yeah thank you i mean the paris hilton jab blew my mind considering that they're supposed to have like dinner and be friends and you know every time somebody asks 
questions about Britney. It's lately it's been to Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. This this was a stunner for me when she brought that up as a reference. I was well, like, maybe oh. she meant that she was a shock. How did like maybe not necessarily like you know n- never brought into a discussion. Maybe she's like it's it's just as a shock to me as. Yeah, I think it kind of stands out as a point as, you know, like, here, I know this person, and even I doubt them, because it sounds Mm -hmm. so wild, right? Like, it doesn't sound real what happened to Paris. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound real what happens to Britney. So, maybe it's that, kind of something that? That, and I think that it's because they they monitor everything that she does. Yeah. There's no way that Paris Hilton is having a really candid conversation with her about this. Yeah. I just wonder why she would lie. And Paris Hilton herself has said that the conversations between her and Britney are fairly surface because they're not, they're trying to talk about kind of happy things. So. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it just shows the limitation of, of the relationships that she's permitted to have. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with people who are considered to be, you know, in media, like her good friend, you know, mm-hmm. like she's not allowed that. Is there? And the other thing she'll is, never really know. And the other thing, like Paris Hilton being such a socialite and you know a goer in Hollywood, how come we never seen pictures with them together? As she mentioned, like, oh yeah, we going out of dinner. Maybe Malibu, she was ab- obeying by the rules. You know, maybe she oh. wanted. To, maybe mm-hmm. she had to obey by those mm-hmm. rules in order to even get mm-hmm. in touch with Britney. So. Um, but that's why she's yeah. limited to also explaining, you know, their conversations or lack of whatever the case is. Um, who's um, mm-hmm. up next? Claire. Okay. I think it's me. Ugh. And maybe I'm wrong, and that's why I didn't want to say any of this to anybody to the public. People would make fun of me or laugh at me and say, she's lying. She's got everything. She's Britney Spears. I'm not lying. I just want my life back, and it's been 13 years, and it's enough. It's been a long time since I've owned my money, and it's my wish and dream for all of this to end without being tested. Again, it makes no sense whatsoever for the state of California to sit back and literally watch me with their own two eyes make a living for so many people and pay so many people trucks and buses on the road with me and to be told I'm not good enough, and I'm great at what I do, and I allow these people to control what I do, ma'am, and it's enough, and it makes no sense at all. I'm going to continue because she was on a roll here. Now, going forward, I'm not willing to meet or see anyone I'm not with. I've met with enough people against my will. I'm done. All I want is my own money and for this to end and for my boyfriend to drive me in his fucking car. I love that. And I would honestly like to... I know. It's like, yeah. And I would honestly like to sue my family and to be totally honest with you. I would also like to be able to share my story with the world and what they did to me instead of it being hush-hush secret to benefit all of them. I want to be able to be heard on what they did to me by making me keep this in for so long. It is not good for my heart. I've been so angry and I cry every day. It concerns me. I'm told I'm not allowed to expose the people who did this to me. People. For my sanity, I need... I think this is basically what we... Yeah, go ahead. For my sanity, I need you, the judge, to approve me to do an interview where I can be heard about what they did to me. And actually, I have the right to use my voice and take out for myself. My my attorney says I can't. It's not good. I can't let the public know anything they did to me. And by not saying anything, is saying it's okay. Do you want to be featured in our podcast? Leave us a voice message. You can leave us a voicemail on Instagram or using the link in the description of the episode. You might be featured on the next podcast. 
should I go on or should we talk about? Yeah, continue okay. on, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't want an interview. I'd much rather just have an open call to you for the press to hear, which I didn't know today we were doing. So thank you. Instead of having an interview, honestly, I need that to get it off my heart, the anger and all of that that's been happening. It's not fair. They're telling me they're telling me lies about me openly. Even my family. They do interviews to anyone they want on news stations. My own family doing interviews and talking about the situation and making me feel so stupid and I can't say one thing. I think this is the last three paragraph it's been where we the free Britney supporters are, you know, uh fighting in against, you know, this conservatorship. It's Britney cannot even Passes her own money, and you know she is literally feeding off people out of this conservatorship. You know everybody's in her payroll. So to me, this is basically why we always, you know, keep talking about us and, and trying to educate people about Free Britney. I mean, that's pretty much what she was saying. Um, I find it so mm-hmm. beautiful how she has so many references to her heart throughout this entire transcript. Like she yeah. talks about like, it's not good for mm-hmm. my heart. I have to get this off my heart, yeah. my precious body. And um, mm-hmm. I just I just think that's beautiful. And it just shows like how, how connected that she is to this and how much she really has been carrying this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For so long. Yeah. I have a feeling because we all Sagittarius. I know I don't know if if, you, if Claire is Sagittarius, but the three of us are, and that's how I feel. I don't like you know to carry any negative energy around me, you know negative people. I just I'm very like to the mm-hmm. heart. <laughs> yeah. So I can relate it to her. Like, Try to state it as is. I'm a Ooh, the opposite of Sagis, so we, there's sh- a connection. <laughs> it no, it doesn't. It doesn't mean yeah. we're the opposite. Like. like opposite in traits when you the sign that's opposite on the zodiac will is like your um your complementary sign yeah there we go it's a balance no i like you're right like everything that she says it's it's almost like she she's acting into like an intuition for a mental situation emotional situation she touches on the physical she even when she talks about like hey they said i could put off vegas for a while and it was like someone list, lifted yeah. two thousand pounds off me uh-huh. like she references she references the emotional drain the physical drain you know with the hours that they made her keep and with um, you know, the stamina that she was required to have and, you know, what? like every single part is touched in how she's drained. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely she's right, Ryan. A lot absolutely. more, like, I've been technically lightly brainwashed by it all, like, in just hearing this, like, she's just a lot more smarter than I could ever imagine. And I get emotional mm-hmm. because I, I just, oh, I'm, I definitely fell for this, like the phony <laughs> Yes. I don't think anyone in yeah. the fandom. Are you okay, <laughs> I don't think anyone in the fandom should feel bad for for anything. Um, if anything, take all the energy you have now and just have it be. Um, you know, we did everything we could, and look, this. It, 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 Correct. It, it, I don't. I don't want. Brittany did this today. Brittany, I'm not going to take anything away from her, but it's definitely with yeah. the the momentum and the the movement that we built around this. Um, I, I'm sure it definitely helped give her more confidence in this. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, of course, I think all of this really is going to help all of the fandom too. In this idea of, um, you know, I don't again, I don't think anyone should feel bad if they had doubts or whatnot. But um, I mean, for me personally, 
I am never going to doubt Britney Spears ever not even for a second and uh like I wanna wanna cry never because like (laughs) she she's I I'm I'm really speechless over this transcript still and I've I've heard it a few times um it's it's just unbelievable I'm Mm -hmm. I'm so proud seems like an understatement I just am in like in awe of of her honestly I know I know how you feel I mean, especially she's being, you know, handling all of this and being stronger and not giving up or, you know, she could kill herself if she wants right. to, right? I mean, I don't know how I would handle my life in her, you know, in her shoes. Mm-hmm. I would, I don't Cause know. Because a lot of people wouldn't have um, made it, so right? Def- exactly. I mean, I, I don't know how I would handle that. A lot of people wouldn't be able to articulate no. this even in 23 minutes. Think about not us. the way that she did. We were stuck in our homes you know? in this COVID, you know, in 2020. We everybody was, you know, just like, oh my god, I can't, I, I can't wait to go, home, you know, traveling or do something. Like, you can imagine Brittany being pretty much in COVID, you know, for 13 years. It's it's insane. And questioning everything. Absolutely. She's, uh, I would say a lot of people came out smarter due to isolation and COVID, smarter about their relationships, mm-hmm. smarter about themselves, more sharper about what mm-hmm. they want in their lives and their future. And Brittany has definitely been um, a part of that on her own journey too. Um, I was reading the so next uh, paragraph. I'm going to try to read it without my phoniness, but um, it's <laughs> it's been two years. I want a recorded call to you actually. We're doing this now, which I didn't know that we're doing. My lawyer, Sam Ingham, has 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 been very scared for me to go forward because he's saying if I speak up, I'm being overworked in that facility of that rehab place. He told me I should keep it to myself. I would personally like to, actually, I've grown with with a personal relationship with Sam, my lawyer. I've been talking to him like three times a week now. We've kind of built a relationship, but I hadn't really had the opportunity by myself to actually handpick my own lawyer by myself. And I would like to be able to do that. The main reason why I'm here is because I want to end this end the conservatorship without having to be evaluated. I've done a lot of research, ma'am, and there's a lot of judges who do end conservatorships for people without them having to be evaluated all the time. The only time they don't is if, if a concerned family member says something's wrong with this person. <clears throat> um... Before we um, move on to the next sentence, I mean, next paragraph, that someone else can pass off. Remember, and for the record, um, about the Groundhog Day, if I wasn't being evaluated by doctors and lawyers every day, I'd feel so relief. Mm-hmm. That infamous mm-hmm. quote. Liberated. I'll feel so liberated. So feel liberated. So liberated. It's again, liberated. it's kind of like these same quotes um, to a certain extent. Now it's just not being filtered. Um, versus mm-hmm. MTV had to filter these, you know, these statements and these quotes, um, or whether, you know, she was filtering herself. But again, it's just, um, you know, that layer is gone now. So it just reminded me of that. Would someone else like to read the next sentence? Mm-hmm. I mean, can we just talk that she's really stating that she really wants to end this conservatorship? You know. Yeah, that is a valid so, point. Let's talk yes. about that, Ryan. Let's, let's but, definitely. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, if anyone want to go first? I'll, I'll go if nobody minds. Um, you go, babe. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Um, just a moment. I, my f- thing won't go up. All right. And 
consider. I mean, we already known this. You know what I mean? Like you and I both known that the conserv. She wanted the conservative. Brian stated yeah. that. Gave us this confirmation uh, on his interview to the podcast that Britney's always want. Obviously, she wants out of this conservatorship. Mm-hmm. But yeah. is it best for the business aspect or whatever the case is? You're like, yeah. wait, what? So, she yeah. goes on to say. Mm-hmm. And considering my family has lived off my conservatorship for 13 years, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them has something to say going forward and say, we don't think this should end. We have to help her. Especially if I get my fair turn exposing what they did to me. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm having a party over here. Like, (laughs) she she went straight for the jugular (laughs) there. And, I like... (laughs) That to me, when when you're when you're ready to make those kinds of statements, that means you're talking business. Let's continue on. You know, she's not she's not going to be one of those blood is thicker than water people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, okay, yeah. Okay. Does anyone else want to read? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah I, do you want to go, Ryan? Gonna go? I don't mind. I'll read as much as as you guys don't want to read. So if you want to read, read. Okay. No, I can read. I was just, I was just liberating my dog. <laughs> okay, so um, I also want to speak to you about my obligations, which I personally don't think at the very moment I want anybody anything. I have the three meetings, three minutes a week I have to attend no matter what. I just don't like feeling like I work for the people for who I pay. I just don't like being told what I have to matter what, even if I'm sick. I would like to to do one meeting a week with a therapist. I have never been before, even before they sent me to that place. I had one therapy session with my doctor and then a therapy person. What I have been forced to do is illegal. I should be told I have to be available three times a week to these people. I'm talking to you today because I feel again, yes, even Jody Montgomery, it's starting to kind of take it too far with me. They have me going to therapy twice a week and and a psychiatrist. I have never in the past to see a therapist more than once a week. It takes too much out of me going to this man. I'm scared of people. Should I finish? I'll, I'll continue on. It's fine. Like, I'm scared go. of people. I don't trust okay, people. Okay, I'm scared with, of people. But... <laughs> okay, so I don't trust people <laughs> with what I have been through. And the clever setup of being in one of the most exposed places in Westlake, which yesterday paparazzi showed me coming out of the place literally crying. It's embarrassing and it's demoralizing. I deserve privacy when I go and I have therapy either at my home, like I have done for eight years, or when Dr. Benson, the man that died, I went to a place similar to what I went to in Westlake, which was very exposed and really bad. Okay, so where was I? It was like, it was identical to Dr. Benson, who illegally, yes, 100% abused me by treating me, the, gave me the, the treatment he gave me. To be totally honest with you, I was so lucky. Let's, can we read, read this, this sentence? I mean, this paragraph again? I'm a little confused. Um, is she stating that she, there was an additional rehab facility that she went to? Or I'm just a little confused. I think she was just doing like a therapist. Yeah, it's just yeah. therapy. Oh, okay. She says, she said, she said when he died, she had to go someplace else that was similar to Westlake. Okay. And then she bounces back to Doctor Benson, if I'm correct. Yes. Yes. You're correct. So she's like, even though it was, it was very similar. So she's like, yes. But if I'm yeah. being completely honest with you, I was lucky. 
And okay. the point of saying it's similar to Westlake is that she's pointing out how it's exposed, how there's paparazzi that can take photos of her. Yeah. So, and she's telling them the paparazzi are a huge, like, trigger and trauma point for me. Obviously, that's what y'all use all the time. And, um, but yet they have her going to these very public therapy sessions when she's like, I want to do it at home. Mm-hmm. That's why she's like being sarcastic, okay. saying the, the clever she's... setup. Yes, for yes. sure. She's so he and she's saying here like this, whatever they're subjecting me to for the therapy that I'm required to have mm-hmm. is brutal, and I'm crying, and it's horrible. And then you're going to throw me out into you know a public forum and uh-huh. know that I'm going to be upset. So you're subjecting me to things that are awful, and then you're going to put me out into the public and make me look like a, a crazy crying lunatic. Because I am right now, <laughs> so I'm upset. Like that's not that is not appropriate medical treatment, therapeutic mm-hmm. treatment. Does is um before I I want to know does anyone feel comfortable maybe you know if we just kind of move forward and just f- finish reading the transcript um and then kind of like leaving the commentary towards the end now if the, is, is that cool with everyone okay Mm-hmm. Works for me. Yeah, just because I feel like she's literally on a roll. The judge interrupts, you know, make sure that she goes a little slower now. Um, she's stating, you know, excuse me for interrupting you, but my, my reporter says if you could just slow down a little bit because she's trying to make sure she gets everything what you're saying. Um, uh-huh. If you guys could, um, if anyone wants to, you know, do paragraph, paragraph. Um, is there anyone that wants to read it all? Or what, what are you guys thinking? I'll read it if nobody wants okay, to. Okay, cool. That's literally what she says. Okay, cool. (laughs) Okay, cool. To be totally honest with you, when Dr. Benson passed away, I got on my knees and thanked God. In other words, my team is pushing it with me again. I I have trapped phobias being in small rooms because of the trauma. And for four months in that place, it's not okay for me to send me, I'm sorry, I'm going too fast, to that small room like twice a week with another new therapist that I pay that I never even approved. I don't like it. I don't want to do that. And I haven't done anything wrong to deserve this treatment. It's not okay to force me to do anything I don't want to do by law. And by law, God, the so-called team, I should be able to sue them for threatening me and saying if I don't go and do these things, these meetings twice a week, we can't, we can, we can't let you have your money and go to Maui on your vacations. You have to do what you're told for this program and then you will be able to go. But it was a very clever thing. One of the most exposed places in Westlake, knowing that I have a hot topic of conservatorship, that over five paparazzis are going to show up and get me crying coming out of that place. I begged for them to make sure that they did not that they did this for me in my home so I would have privacy. The conservatorship from the beginning, whoever it is in the conservatorship, is making money. I'm making them money and myself money and working. That whole statement right there, the conservatorship should end. I shouldn't be in a conservatorship. If I can work and provide money for and work for myself and pay other people, it makes no sense. The laws need to change. What state allows people to own another person's money and account and threaten them saying, you can't spend your money unless you do what we want you to do, and I'm paying them? Ma'am, I've worked since I was 17 years old. She's so strong. Ugh, ma'am, I've worked since I was 17 years old. You have to understand how thin that is for me every morning. I can't go somewhere unless I 
unless I meet people I don't know every week in our office, identical to the one where the therapist was very abusive to me. I truly believe this conservatorship is abuse and that we sit here all day and say, oh, conservatorships are here. Oh, my screen just jumped. To help people. Somebody but ma'am, there's day, a thousand, con- but there's a thousand conservatorships that are abusive as well. I don't feel like I can live a full life. I don't owe them. I don't owe them to go see a man I don't know and share him my problems. I don't even believe in therapy. I always think you take it to God. I want to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. In the meantime, I just want this therapist to come to my home once a week. I'm not willing to go to Westlake and be embarrassed by all these scummy paparazzi laughing at my face while I'm crying, coming out and taking my pictures as all these white, nice diners where people drinking wine at restaurants watching these places. They set me up by sending me out to the most exposed places, and I told them I didn't want to go there because I knew paparazzi would show up there. I'm not sure how you make your decisions, ma'am, but this is the only chance for me to talk to you for a while. I need your help. So if you can just kind of let me know where your head is. I don't really honestly know what to say, but my requests are just to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. I want to petition basically to end the conservatorship. I don't want to be evaluated, to be sat in a room with people four hours a day like they did me before, and they made it even worse for me after that happened. Wow. I'm honestly new with this. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm honestly new with this, and I'm doing research on all these things. I do know common sense and the method that these things can end. For people, it has ended without them being evaluated. So I just want you to take that into consideration. It also took a year during COVID to get me any self-care methods. She said there were no services available. She's lying, ma'am. My mom went to the, the spa twice in Louisiana during COVID. For a year, I didn't have my nails done. No hairstyling, no massages, no acupuncture. Nothing for a year. I saw the maids in my home each week with their nails done different each time. She made me feel like my dad does. Very similar in her behavior. And my dad, just a different dynamic. The team wants me to work and stay home instead of having longer vacations. They are used to me sort of doing a weekly routine for them, and I'm over it. I don't feel like I owe them anything at this point. They need to be reminded that they actually work for me. Wow. Should we keep going? (laughs) Yeah. I was supposed Uh, to be able to. So I was supposed to be able to. I have a friend that I used to do AA meetings with. I did AA for two years. I did three meetings a week. I have met a bunch of women there. And I'm now able to see my friends that, I live, that live eight minutes away from me, which I find extremely strange. I feel like they're making me feel like I live in a rehab program. This is my home. I would like for my boyfriend to be able to drive me in his car. And I want to meet, I want to meet with a therapist once a week, not twice a week. And I want him to come to my home because I actually know I do need a little therapy. Um, I would like to progressively move forward and I want to have the real deal. I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have IUD inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I want to take the IUD out so I can start trying to have another baby. But his so-called team won't let me go. Won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they don't want me to have a children, any more children. So basically, this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. I mean, can we talk about this part? <laughs> this is so messed up. I mean, I mean, it's messed up, but I mean, 
are we completely shocked? No. You know, this was you reported know, this, two years no. ago, and it was completely ignored for the large, most part by most of the media. Instead, they decided to talk about how she was barefoot. Um, but yeah, like this is literally a repeat of what yes. Brittany said two years ago, and the, including that she wants to get married and have another baby. And um, I think mm-hmm. this part is what really, really bothers people because it's such a, you know, like, a sacred thing that they're fucking with, you know, like her entire life and everything that they've messed with is sacred. I, you know, but, um, messing with somebody's reproductive justice like this, um, it's frankly, uh, this type of behavior and, and this thinking is rooted in, uh, something called eugenism. Um, which uh, is something the Nazis Uh fully participated in. And it's basically this idea that people who are disabled um, don't deserve to reproduce. Um, And you can see how that's not too much of a jump for it's not allowed to reproduce, not allowed to live, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I know that that sounds very extreme, but that's what's happening here. It's eugenism. Yeah, I mean, I was actually shocked. I knew that she wanted to have another baby. She always expressed that, but I was in shock when she said that she had the UID, you know, plan inside of her because her team wanted it. I mean, I was in shock. You know, um, coming from her, I was glad she said it herself because uh, there had been a lot of speculation that this is what was going on because there Mm -hmm. had been an interview with the makeup artist Maxi, and he had basically said that they had done things to Mm -hmm. make it so she can't get pregnant, and so we all just kind of thought, well, it must be an IUD because that's it's an easy way to make sure somebody doesn't get pregnant, and you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh and it's considered medication. Mm -hmm. This is, but this is also. Yes, of part course. of the problem. This is why a conservatorship is the absolute wrong label to have on whatever this person needed. Mm. A conservatorship. You're not talking about birth control when when someone has you know <laughs> when they're on a deathbed. I mean, yeah, maybe dementia if they're young and it's a very unusual situation. But I mean, Ryan, you've gone through a whole thing with a conservatorship. Like you've probably done the most research on conservatorships of us all Uh this is not a normal demographic in any way shape or form how this is even something that's controlled over a conservatorship is just beyond me because conservatorship is not what this person should be under it was never Mm -hmm. appropriate no never um i could read the last uh so the last last uh, bit of the transcript if that's cool this is in britney's words again I deserve to have a life. I've worked my whole life. I deserve to have a year to three year break and just, you know, do what I want to do. But I do feel like there's a crunch here and I feel open and I'm okay to talk to you today about it. But I wish I could stay with you on the phone forever because when I get off the phone with you, all of a sudden, all I hear is no, no, no's. And then all of a sudden I get, I, I get, I feel ganged up on and I feel bullied. And I feel left out and alone. And I'm tired of feeling alone. I deserve to have the same rights as anybody does. By having a child, a family, any of those things, and more so. And that's all I wanted to say to you. And thank you so much for letting me speak to you today. Which the judge responds, Miss Spears, you're quite welcome. And I wish... And, you're, and also, I want to tell you that I am certainly am sensitive to everything that you said. And how you welcome... How you're feeling. And I know... 
that it took a lot of courage for you to say everything that you had to say today. And I want to let you know that the court does appreciate your coming on the line and sharing. And that's the end of the transcript. I can't believe you went through the whole thing. Ha- that we have access for. And then that's when it's a re- that's when it went to recess. Mm-hmm. And then yes. and that's when they pulled everything off. <laughs> so can we yes. explain that? Why did they well, pull it off? Like, well, what, like what's well, the rumor? No. So what happened? No, I have the audio. So what happened? Vivian, Jamie's uh, lawyer, said that it was all the Britney statements. She needed a break to digest and talk to Jamie, so then she can move forward with the hearing. So then mm-hmm. she, you know, requested that to the judge, and the judge, you know, this is definitely doable. Let's do it. So that's what happened. Okay, and but then why? So like public access to this, the media access, it got cut, correct? Because when they came uh, back, so, Ing- so then I. Yes. When they came back, yeah. Ingham said that like. Did you guys no, hear that? Yeah, I, yeah, I listened to it, it all. There and there was a lot more audio than just what Brittany said. There was other conversation, although it was a little bit harder to hear from them. Yeah, Vivian read just kind of a sappy short statement from Jamie, basically being like, uh, "I love you, I miss you," Bleh. and. Um, and then they like yeah. these two women talked about a care plan for a while there, and that it was just so annoying because it's like, uh, are, uh-huh. why are you acting as if a care plan is a new concept? There should have been a care plan from the beginning. Wasn't that the whole point of this? Like, it just was disgusting. Um, yes. But yeah, basically, it, 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 they, they were talking about private stuff, so that's why it cut off. So yeah, yeah. And then she yeah. also said that Brittany she did definitely- interject though. Yeah, because and then also she was uh, like, "I will agree to a care p- plan if it's me. If I get to, if I get to choose the care plan, which is the which is how it's supposed it. to be, Sorry. anyways. Yeah. Sorry, like it's me. always supposed to be centered around the client and what their goals are yes. and what they want and what vibes for them. Like this whole this idea of even how Brittany said that she doesn't really believe in therapy. I had plenty of clients who were who didn't believe in therapy who uh-huh. would sometimes go to therapy and then sometimes be like, "No, I'm done with it." And like it's their right. They have all kinds of different modes of ways of dealing with life and you're supposed to hear that mm-hmm. um you know as long as it, it's 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 uh positive things are are being some of the ways to release this stuff that's really all that matters yeah and after the recessive the what was very uh, interesting was that um the judge was saying to Braden that she could technically set up a date to uh petition for the you know termination of the conservatorship that she couldn't do in that mm. hearing that she could you know had to probably file and everything and then towards the end she was like oh i also heard about the this private document that was leaked to the media yesterday i would like to know i would like to know who did that or oh, do you guys have any information and the <laughs> whole the whole team was like quiet nobody said anything and then then she said and also as i said in the beginning i thought you know i thought I was strictly saying that I don't want anybody to share this audio when I heard it's being, you know, broadcast somewhere. So I'm going to cut it right now. And then it cut it. <laughs> I think we didn't. Yeah. In the beginning of the audio, so they I, say no recording, but it doesn't say audio. <laughs> I seriously, like, but, I'm uh, not I, telling, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just pointing out that Britney Spears herself said she wanted it to be open. So... Hey, yes. oh, thank you. Good job. She did say that. Yes, exactly. she did. And she interjected Vivian Doreen and said, actually, what did the first statement she stated other than introducing herself? She did state, like, you know, I've already gone through enough. Um, I would like for it. She said, I'm tired of them exploiting me. Yeah. She's like, 
she's like, I, I want, I want everyone to be able to hear this because they've been busy exploiting me all this time. It's fine. They, p- other people can hear ah, us. Love it. <laughs> so, well, thank you for she, taking she the time, interview. the two of you guys, to like actually <laughs> do this live. I know, like, it's been an emotional day for all four of us and an emotional evening to yes. say the least. Um, but it really does. Um, I want to thank every single one of you for, you know, using your voice to be a part of this, you know, such a huge movement. And I was telling Ryan earlier that we're, even if these lives, whatever the case is, like sometimes we could get a little boring, whatever the case is, we do inspire a lot of people. And who knows, maybe we of did course. actually inspire Miss Britney Spears today, too. We never know. Do you guys want to leave a message for, you know, to, after today's hearing? Do you guys want to say anything just to... To Brittany or to the fans? The podcast. To anything. To whoever. I don't know. Would you want to express your feelings about it today? Anything. Um, I just want to say, I had said to Timothy earlier that I am so grateful for this movement. I am so grateful that everybody has taken some sort of a sense of leadership, whether it's been quietly in a workroom or amongst their families and their friends and telling people what Free Britney is. Um, I did get really sappy with Timothy earlier and said, you know, thank you so much for being a face in this. Like, it is a personality like yours that is necessary in a movement like this to grab people, you know, by the wrists and let them be excited and tell them what's right. Because without strong voices like that, the this wouldn't be going on. We wouldn't be having rallies all over the states. We wouldn't be, you know, showing up in cities and handing out information and educating people on conservatorship mm-hmm. abuse. Britney Spears is just the tip of the iceberg, and this has been just one of the most monumental, upsetting, emotional things, but it has been the people. It has been the people that has really, all my people in the crowd that have brought everything together to change our courts, to change our icons life yes. this is what people deserve people deserve to have this passion people deserve to be able to express themselves and people like you guys that are true educators and that are willing to put put your names and put your lives on the line literally to educate other people on the wrongs of what's going on i'm so thankful for i'm thankful for every single one of you you guys have been such a huge stronghold in all of this and such amazing leaders like i cannot be more grateful to be associated to better people oh that's Very so sweet. cute Thank i mean if i can much. say no, i'm I, serious and if i can say this too like i definitely i probably was the last one to really be a hundred percent on board of this and timothy for your you know that actually was a good thing in hearing britney spears today because i definitely now from now on i'm gonna stop buying things for her because even like knowing that she you know like just Listening for her, saying that she doesn't want to work. I'm definitely going to be on board. I'm not streaming anymore. Not buying anymore. But on the other hand... Ryan's grin. Ryan's grin when you said I'm definitely not purchasing. We're like... Uh, But on the other hand, I also want to thank you, Ryan, you know, BJ, all people that I met through this um, amazing movement, Kevin, or even Taz and Babs, the ones that, you know, licked the audio... um, you know, today was really the day that we like, you know, this was worth it. Putting all this effort, all this energy. So I thank you all of you for all of the work you guys have been yeah, doing. And, and putting we gotta continue yourselves on. out there. We're going to continue on, baby. Do you want to say anything, Ryan? Uh, 
No, not really. <laughs> she's um, like, girl, it's four in the morning. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> she's like, it's four a.m. Shh. Just any. It's four in the morning for her. Ever doubted Brittany yeah. can suck her fucking toe. So, like, that's that. Ah, love that. <laughs> yes, direct quote. See <laughs> my um, no, I just think think we need to you know just keep the momentum going and um, keep it up, keep staying educated, keep going on lives, keep hosting rallies because clearly nothing is going to happen overnight. I mean, you, we're you're, I'm not expecting anything to happen overnight from this, so you know we got to figure out you know how are we going to continue using you know our platforms and ourselves and educating whether if it's a, lo- a local friend or whatever the case is, we just got to continue on. So, but it's. This yeah, done. but it's definitely a, a, it's a monumental day in the Britney moment. There's no, there's no denying that. So thank you for everyone. Love you all. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for coming onto the podcast, you guys. Again, to the the two of us. Thank and you, send ladies. This over to, Thanks, guys. Send this over thank to a friend. So free Britney. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. Hashtag free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney now. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye, baby. Bye. Bye. Love you, guys. Baby, what you see is what you get. Hi, what's up? This is Britt, and I'm not in right now, so do your thing. Beep. <laughs> I'm just kidding.